You're listening to the Millennials Choice Show, Canada's most trusted podcast on all things real estate, finance, and entrepreneurship. Here's your host, Matthew Ablican. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Millennials Choice Show. I'm your host, Matthew Ablican, and I got a special guest today, somebody I'm looking forward to hearing from because it's been a hot topic recently, Lauren Cohen. Welcome to the show, Lauren. Thank you, Matt. Nice to meet you. Likewise. And before we get started, if you're listening to this on any one of our podcast outlets, make sure you download the episode, share it with your friends and family. If you're watching this on YouTube, smash that like button, subscribe, and let's get into it. So Lauren is actually an immigration and cross-border legal expert who is seeing an explosion of interest in immigrating to the U.S. from Canadians and a lot of Canadians, as you guys know. They're frustrated with the various government mandates, and there's no time of it slowing down anytime soon. And it seems like it's resurfaced. Everybody's fighting it, and it doesn't look like, you know, the government has dug their heels into the ground. So Lauren is the expert. She's been helping many Canadians get to U.S., mainly Florida. Is that right, Lauren? Not exclusively, but, I mean, Canadians come to Florida, and I'm in Florida, and so that's where they want to go. And so I help them get here, but Arizona, Texas, I even have clients moving to Michigan just to get out of Canada. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. So why don't we do this? Tell us about where you started, why you got into this business and what you're seeing now from Canadians. Obviously we just talked about. Well, I started in a small town just outside of Toronto. Anyway, I'm from Toronto originally. Um, I grew up in the GTA I went to York, I went to Osgood, became a lawyer in Canada, and then moved to Florida. And I hit a lot of brick walls in my own career path because I was not a Florida lawyer. And yet everybody wanted only to have somebody that was Florida licensed. And so I decided to find some other solutions, started working in-house, and then and then I got married. And my now ex-husband was deported on the way back from our honeymoon. And that is actually what prompted me to become an immigration lawyer. So it was very harrowing at the Chicago O'Hare airport. They would not let him into the country. And I was like, what is going on? I'll never forget it. I mean, just have goosebumps thinking of it. But in retrospect, it was brilliant. And the silver lining was that I ended up becoming this cross-border legal expert, helping people do multiple things. And my signature program is actually how to immigrate through real estate, which everybody loves, especially millennials, because they want to all get into real estate investing. And there is a path to immigration as well. So one thing to remember is that even if you get a visa to live and work in the U.S., it does not mean that you have to live in the U.S. And that's an important distinction with what people think versus what is fact. Yeah, that must have been a scary time. So, but what a what a powerful reason why that you'd want to get into this business, right? Absolutely, it was. You know, I I think that one of the things I'm I'm most proud of is my ability to turn adversity into prosperity, and that's exactly what I've done. And now, helping others achieve their American dreams in the U.S. and find their investment path and their immigration path, it's just very powerful and and i love it awesome so so tell us some of the reasons why canadians specifically want to move to the u.s we we obviously know about the mandates and we've seen a lot of people 
are not happy about it. I'm not happy about it. And I don't know how you feel. I'm sure. If I was there, I'd probably be here. There you go. There you go. So what are some other reasons why people would want to move to the, to the Well, UK? this trend was starting before the pandemic um, and just about like people looking, especially for real estate opportunities, because real estate is so expensive in Canada and here it's much, you know, much cheaper. You can buy more, you can leverage your money. The regs are much low, like, like not as strong. It's not as, it's more landlord friendly than tenant friendly. So there's opportunities to make money from rental income, you name it, and the opportunities are there. And then of course there's the sunshine and the warmth, which is a big draw. That's what drew me and freedom, an opportunity to grow and scale your business in ways that are just not available. I just got off a call with a financial services firm that is licensed all across Canada. And now they're like, we need to branch out because we're hitting walls because there's only, you know, you've got 10% of the population and a hundred, like, you know, 10 times the population down here. So it's just about opportunity and doors opening and realizing that there are ways to do this that are not going to either break the bank or limit your choices. That's awesome. And, and yeah, I was looking at, at the population of California recently and the population of Canada. And I think the, the population of Canada and California are very similar. So that, and that's just one state yes. in America, right? So right. crazy when you really think about it that way. Um, there's a lot more density in terms of the population in certain states yes. to us having that entire population spread across the country. So it opens up the markets as a business owner as well, that's for sure. So talk to me about the real estate, the path to uh, immigration through real estate. What are some of your most popular options for people, for Canadians that want to come down there? Because I assume that not really a one-size-fits-all approach? No, it is not a one-size-fits-all approach at all. We look at each client individually. If you want to invest in real estate, you have to have a deeper budget because you're going to have to buy that much more. And you're going to have to turn your otherwise passive real estate investment plans into an active real estate investment business because you cannot get a visa without running a business. And passive investors are not running businesses. So that's first. Um, oftentimes I'll put real estate investors and um, others that are like looking for opportunities into franchises. There are some great franchises. That's a turnkey. It's easy. It's simple. It basically helps you to pave your path to success. And it's also the quickest path to a visa. Um, it really depends. Some of, some people have their own businesses, so we might expand their current business or develop a new business or um, create a partnership with an American firm if they so choose. There's lots of ways to skin the cat. Awesome. So what's, what cost would one be kind of expecting to, you know, pay? Maybe, maybe there's a range of cost, I'm not sure, for these types of services. Well, so the investment range is around 100000 for a non-immigrant visa. And then the fees could range anywhere from ten to 80000 depending on the scope of what you need. Got it. And do Canadians, or at least are you finding Canadians, are they revoking their Canadian citizenship? Oh, no, you don't need to revoke your Canadian citizenship to get this, this visa at all. Um, you can, first, first of all, you can have dual citizenship like I do. So even if you get a non-immigrant visa, which eventually, and eventually you get a green card and then you become a citizen, you never have to give up your Canadian citizenship. So 
I see. And does on the other side of it, the flip side, the American side, once you get your permanent residency, I assume are a lot of Canadians getting their permanent residency? No, that's a much harder path and much more expensive and longer. So they want the, the visa so that they can, uh, are, these guys are living there. They want to live. They, they could live here or not. They basically want to run business here, yeah, run their right. businesses here, make money here, have a social, build credit, social security number, build credit, have opportunities put their kids in school maybe um and you need all of those things in order to accomplish those goals and the states does not have any issues with them having their canadian passports and being no no of course not amazing so tell us something else now you're on you're there you're you're in florida but you know what's going on in toronto oh i certainly do yeah it hits home for you from here so what's kind of what's going on in florida how is it different compared to here nothing you don't see masks. People, I mean, there's definitely a surge in COVID cases, but that's going on everywhere now. Um, I think that in Florida, it's for the most part business as usual, and people are living their lives um, fully. Yeah. Going to the beach, you know, when they need to get a break. And, um, Lots and lots of rain in the summer, so um, it's a, just a different. It's a completely different world. Well, we see what's what Governor DeSantis is doing. We see it on social media. We see bits and clips of it, and it seems like we want that here. We want <laughs> well, some of you do, but obviously not the consensus because Doug Ford is back in, and he doesn't want that, right? So, um, That's true. That's true. so I mean. It's it's just choices, and some people like 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 my mom. She's happy with the restrictions. She feels much safer there. And when she came to Florida for three days in in December, she was like freaked out. So, you know, it just depends on on what your priorities are and what you're used to. And you know, I mean, she's obviously older, and so it makes a difference. But um, I, I think it's like uh, I wouldn't trade what I've done. And not with any of my clients. Yeah, and it's funny that you mentioned that because my wife and I recently consulted with a, with an expert as well, not for the Americas or, or I should say North America in general, but for the Caribbean passports and kind of different avenues just to have that second citizenship because if somebody here is not vaccinated, they can't get on a plane, train, right. or you know, any or right. boat. So right. it's like kind of we're prisoners in our own country, and some of that I think have it has to do with all the policies in general that are affecting the airport because our airport is significantly backed up. And, no kidding. You know, it's it's causing not only harm for just Canadians in general, but for tourism and business and the economy. So it's interesting that you brought that up. Now, you think for, for a Canadian, you think that's a path that is the, the least resistance would be to go this route of getting the permit or the, the, the green card, I should say, or the visa from America? Um, so like having a visa in the US does not forestall you from doing anything else doesn't stop you. Having a green card doesn't stop you. The green card does have a residency requirement attached to it, but the visa does not. So a lot of people that get their visas, it's really an insurance policy and freedom that you're buying and you're investing in and you're, you're 
you know, you have to have a substantial investment in a non-marginal business. You have to hire people. You have to build a business. But you also can make money. So why not? I mean, if you're, you, it's not like you're investing in like some, you know, some fly by night, whatever down the street, you're investing in your business and believing in yourself to build it. And I think that's what it's all about. So why not? Yeah, that's right. So walk us through the process. Somebody reaches out to you, Lauren, we're interested in doing this. Sure. Right. Yeah. So our first step is always going to be a consultation and we do charge for consultations. One day in January, we had 108 inquiries in one day. It was insane. And we're a small business. It's not like we're a huge law firm or something. And 108 inquiries in one day. And we actually created a bot because we were so busy that we needed this bot to be able to respond to the inquiries. Now it's much more quiet and normal. And, you know, it's not the dead of winter. I think it was a blizzard that day or something. Um, so they come to us and they do, we, we, they can do a couple of things. They can come to a masterclass. We have a real estate investing mastermind. We have a, um, cross-border masterclass that we do once a month. So we do two kind of free webinars, masterclasses, masterminds, and then they go into our, they have, we have a course that's $597, which you can take at your own leisure. I strongly recommend it. It's a great course. And that course gives you all the tools that you would need to do it yourself, but nobody would want to do this themselves. The next step or the step before is going is a consultation, which is paid. And that consultation is with me and people in my team, you know, depending on what it is, sometimes I may or may not be there, but then we talk about the program and we have a three phase program for most of our visas. Phase one is the business structure, getting the business ready, cross doing the cross-border analysis, figuring out who does what and what does who and your business and what do you want to do and where do you want to be and all of that. It's all the prep. Phase two is the business plan phase, which is now I've got my business, I've invested my money, now I'm ready to do the business plan. And phase three is the actual visa. And so we take the clients through that three-phase program and move them step-by-step step through the process. And that's pretty much how it works. And what kind of timeline are people, should people expect? So you're looking at about three months to get everything ready, and then you wait for the interview. So it depends on the type of interview. There's two types of options. One is change of status, which you do within the U.S., but then you can't travel. But if you're not vaccinated, you're probably not traveling anyway. Um, so that, that one can take as short as 15 days from the time of application, which is crazy. It's premium processing. It's a surcharge, but it's worth it. And the other is you just wait for the interview and it can be anywhere from, I just got a visa approved in a month, which is crazy, but it can be as long as 10. Wow. Okay. So let's say worst case scenario, 12 to 13 months, 14 months, worst case scenario. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. What do you want to leave our listeners with? So one thing to always do, okay, our brand is built around investing cross-borders. On YouTube, it's investing cross-borders. Our website is investingcrossborders.net. Our Facebook group, investing cross-borders. Instagram, everything. If you want to do this, don't, it's not for the weak of heart, but set it up and decide, figure it out or at least contemplate our options well in advance of when you are desperate to do this because it takes time and it takes planning. And the last thing you want to do is be desperate to get out and your kids are starting school in a month and you're like, oh, this is not happening. So take advantage and, and access some of the resources now. Uh, Matt, I'll send you some free downloads that you can share with your tribe 
about the steps for the E2, which is a great download that I think you'll enjoy also so that you can learn about how that all looks and, um, you know, set up that consult with me to at least explore your options, even if you're not ready to do it today. And that's amazing. Thank you. And we're going to post all the links. They're going to be in the description below when you guys are listening to this and watching it. And I just want you guys that are listening or watching this to know, Sarah and I have been looking at these options to get a second passport. This is not something that you guys should just turn a blind eye to because when my parents came to this country, they left their country because of communism, socialism, religious persecution. As a result, they came here, they wanted a better life. And now one generation later, we're seeing people do the same thing. And if that doesn't hit home to you, at least in the back of your mind, have that option as in case the situation changes or the need arises, I need to be five, 10 steps ahead, ready to go, because this isn't something like Lauren's saying that happens overnight. It takes months, takes investment. And I think, Lauren, you probably would agree. It's the mindset of the person to want to have to do this, not only for themselves, but for their family. For their families, exactly. And you need to... This is a long process and you need to follow the steps and don't rush through it. And another thing, there's a lot of bad, bad apples out there. There's a lot of immigration lawyers that charge. Like I, I am a full service uh, provider. Not, I'm not the right fit for everybody because we do everything from soup to nuts. If you're looking for cheap and cheerful, that's never going to be us. But if you're looking for a path that's going to be paved with you so that you're going to be successful, and have options. This is about options and flexibility. It's not about limitations. You don't have to do anything. You just have to hire people. You have to build a business. You have to make money. Let's do it. You know? That's right. And and what would somebody pay or invest for that freedom? And that's what it's all that's about. Exactly right. Those options, freedoms. And I love the real estate path. Real estate is our main focus. That's how we got started. That's what we do here. And I tell you guys all the time, real estate, the one thing real estate does is give you options. And when you have those options, you may not have to work for somebody. You may not have to get up every day at a certain time or leave your kids or leave your partners or whatever and go to work. Gives you options. This is another avenue to give you options in terms of where you live and maybe the future generations, the ability or or the opportunities they're going to have. Because as Canadians, we rare, we don't really have that much opportunity in the States unless we go through one of these channels. I don't think banks will finance us. I don't think if, well, they, if they do, it's really... There, there are, there are, I have lots of financing options. So all of my clients get access to my Rolodex. And, you know, that's an old word. But, like, my, I'm all about connections and contacts. And I'll always find resources where resources don't exist. And that's amazing. And that's what, that's what we want. So... That's fantastic. Now you're on social media. You're on Instagram. We'll post the tags, the the descriptions below. Guys, that was an amazing, amazing episode. And I'm so glad we got to meet Lauren and hear more about her. It's so important, especially with, you know, what's going on in the political climate. Some people may not necessarily agree with what's going on. I don't, I don't personally, I don't. We're not happy with what's going on with the mandates and the restrictions and things like that. This isn't the Canada we're used to. So Lauren's company offers those options. Obviously make sure that you guys are asking the right questions. You're doing your own homework and your due diligence and connect with her, 
learn, learn more about this path if it's something you're interested in. As always, we want to bring you guys awesome content, bring you guys the best guests. Please make sure you're downloading, you're sharing this episode. It helps us with our algorithm. We want to keep the show free always for you guys. If you're watching this on YouTube, smash that like button, subscribe, like, leave us a comment, and we'll see you soon.